Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of More Than a Game, the sports podcast that goes beyond the game and gets into the deeper issues. We delve into sports stories and analyze the impacts and ramifications they have beyond the sport itself. This could be when sports collide with politics, social movements, business, or anything else beyond the quarter field. For instance, Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier in baseball, or college athletes being able to sign name, image, and likeness deals, or the U.S. women's national team fighting for equal pay. Or it could be what we discuss in this episode, the National Basketball Association's relationship with China and the social movements that have happened there. The NBA was confronted with a situation to support human rights in China, and their response wasn't exactly what you would expect. Most of this started with a tweet by Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey, which some of you might know a lot about. Some of you who don't, don't worry because we explain the whole situation in detail. Next, I'll dive into some of the social issues that the league has been confronted with and chosen to either support or not support. We'll take a look at why the NBA made these choices, what the ramifications were, the money, and a lot more. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. my producers Drake and Teddy and let's get into it so October 4th 2019 Houston Rockets general manager Dale Ramore sent out a tweet of an image with the phrase fight for freedom stand with Hong Kong it was a tweet heard around the world and most of the outrage came from China it referred to protests taking place in Hong Kong that stood against police brutality and the growing Chinese power over the city it's quickly deleted by Mori, but damage had already been done and basketball fans in China were outraged. Tillman Fertitta, the man who runs the NBA team that is most popular in China, the Houston Rockets, made a statement that distanced the teams from Maury's tweet, and he told fans that Maury doesn't speak for the Houston Rockets or the NBA. It was pretty clear that the topic wasn't something that the Rockets or the league or anybody wanted to get involved in. The following day, though, October 6th, the fallout began. Chinese Basketball Association stopped its cooperation with the Houston Rockets and many Chinese partners ended their deals with the team over what they called improper remarks. So what do you guys think this refers to? I mean, it leaves it up to interpretation, but it's got to be Daryl Morey's tweet. Uh, social media is such a big influence in the entertainment industry nowadays, and we're sort of seeing that on put on review right here. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, of course. And, and that's what everyone was still talking about that, at this point. It was, it was still about his tweet. The media, Twitter, Chinese social media, they were all still covering what Morey said and the situation with the Rockets. The next day then, Houston Rockets star player James Harden spoke up apologizing, saying that the team loves China, everything's all good. However, an NBA event in Shanghai was abruptly canceled by the local government, and it was pretty clear that Chinese officials were greatly offended by the tweet. This was their sort of first thing movement, um, and it, it became a big deal. And Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, he jumps in, and he actually kind of supported more in a way. I'll, yeah, not exactly, though. He said that... Um, he didn't say he stands with Hong Kong or anything like that, but he says that he supports Maury's right to freedom of speech, and and that was pretty much it. That's all he said. You know, I wasn't really that surprised by this reaction, to be honest. You know, China does have a history of censoring, um, you know, stuff that they don't like, and they put a lot of control in the country. And you know, I thought this sort of reflects the relationship uh, on a bigger scale between the U.S. and China at the time, because there were that whole. Uh, 
you know, trade war going on. Uh, but ultimately, I think uh, Adam Silver uh, is, needs to be commended for this. He stood by his employee and you know, sort of defended the NBA. Yeah, that's a good point. But situation with China wasn't necessarily fixed. The next day, the Chinese state TV channel said it was suspending its broadcast of all NBA games, and most Chinese retailers stopped selling Rockets products. That's like a shit ton of money, isn't it? Yes, exactly. We can get into the money later, but actions like this continued for weeks. More and more activists started showing support for Mori, while more and more Chinese and NBA deals fell through. Politicians like Mike Pompeo and Mike Pence urged the league to stand with Hong Kong and not give in to China. NBA stars like LeBron James even made statements saying that Mori was misinformed and didn't exactly mean what he said, trying to sort of defuse the situation. I mean, was he misinformed? It's so tough to say, because uh, the media in China is controlled. You never really know what you're getting accurate information. Yeah, but it, it was pretty clear that Mori knew what he was talking about. He meant exactly what he said when he said he stands with Hong Kong. Everyone sort of knew the situation in Hong Kong at that point, and we knew there was the protests going on, things like that, and Mori said exactly what he meant. The problem is the tensions between China and the NBA, they continued. And um, Adam Silver even revealed that the Chinese state TV said they wouldn't broadcast games until Mori was fired. So about a year later, this is October 10th, 2020, uh, the NBA made an unexpected return to Chinese TV. But that was a whole year of NBA games not being on TV. Now they're finally back. And then six days later after they returned to TV, Mori announced that he was resigning from the Rockets. Um, which in the sports world, when some resigned, it basically means that they were fired. So Mori was fired from the Rockets. So what's he up to now? I mean, is he blackballed, still in the league? Isn't he in Philly now? Yeah, you're right. So Daryl Mori, he's director of basketball operations for the Philadelphia 76ers, doing fine. But throughout the whole process, the league and players made no stance to support him or Hong Kong. They sort of just tiptoed around the topic. And so we have all this going on for a year. Everybody's talking about it. Sports shows, journalists, NBA players, all are talking about China. But there was never a big movement by the league or anybody to support human rights in China and Hong Kong and anything like that. You know, is, is it... Is it their job to, though? You know, they're, they're an entertainment industry. Uh, you know, is social, I'm all for so, supporting social movement, social responsibility, but, you know, the NBA is a business at the end of the day. So that's exactly what it's, like, important to look at. You know, at the end of the day, it's Adam Silver is hired by the league owners and things like that, and it's his job to increase revenue. So that's the thing. It's a right. business. But the league was given an opportunity to sort of directly support the social movement. They were confronted with it directly, and they had a choice. It was either yes, we do, or, or no, we don't. And they sort of chose no. Who were the players that stood with Hong Kong? Do you know any of them? There weren't really any. The, they all sort of just said, hey, we're, we're going to chill and not really say anything because the players are also making money from China. Yeah. And that's something we'll get into later. But let's look into another topic, that um, another issue that the NBA was confronted with, and that is uh, Xinjiang Cotton. Um, leader, uh, leading producer of cotton in China, and many athletes have endorsement deals with companies linked to um, linked to this cotton. And it was discovered that the cotton produced is linked to forced labor and human rights violations. So U.S. lawmakers ended a lot of deals with companies associated with this cotton, and they called on NBA players to do the same. However, no response from NBA players, nothing from the league. The commissioner just said he thinks that NBA players are being unfairly targeted by Congress for doing business in China. Now, the league has no control over the endorsement deals that their players sign, anything like that, but ESPN describes the NBA's relationship with China as struggling to toe the line between upholding democratic values of transparency and free speech 
will not running afoul of China's fine-tuned sensitivity to criticism and dissent. And I think this <clears throat> this shows just how much money China brings in for the NBA. You know, everyone agrees that human rights are should be uh, you know represented and and fought for, but they're not saying anything on something like this. How much are they really getting paid out of this? Exactly. So, what I want to do now though is look at another time the NBA had a choice, um, kind of like this. They were confronted with the social movement. Could have chose to either say yes or no, and that was during the 2020 NBA playoffs. There's a rise in police brutality and the emergence of the Black Lives Matter movement. So the league and players um, chose to use their platform to support this cause. Players refused to play until their demands were met, which led to increased focus on voting rights and social justice um, and social justice by the league. So by working with league officials, athletes were able to use this voice to create a noticeable change in the black community. Um, and it's a good example for how future waves of activism can be done. And this was great work by the league, the NBA, the players, and all that. And the question isn't necessarily why NBA players chose to support this cause, but it's why they didn't chose to support the other cause and other movements that they've encountered. So I don't know, what do you guys think? Why do you think they chose not to support China for this one? Uh, I think it's because it's like a homegrown thing and they experience it themselves. Uh, they're like fighting for stuff that's happening around them. The stuff that's happening in China, they don't see as directly. So you're going to fight for stuff that affects you directly more. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what Adam Silver said. He said that players choose to support social causes that the NBA, that, that, that are close to home, okay? Mm -hmm. That they, they understand things like that. You know, uh, even if they, I think another reason is because they'd be fighting an uphill battle in China. You know, they're not on home turf. They can't. In the U.S., you, know, you got freedom of speech, you, you freedom of protest. You can try to make change. Um, when in China, you know, it's it's not exactly the same. You're sort of fighting an uphill battle to, to get reform. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying about an uphill battle, but, like, a lot of athletes have uh, deals with these Chinese companies, and they've been to China before. They see stuff that's happening in China, even if it's not as close to home, and they should be able to make some sort of a stand for that because they see all this stuff going wrong. Yeah, you're exactly right, Ted. They have... You know, deals with China, things like that, exactly what you said. So they should be able to familiarize themselves with what's going on in China and, and at least, you know, make some sort of effort. But let's get into sort of the other reason why they might not be making a stand against China. We've sort of been hovering around it all this whole time, and it's the money. At the end of the day, we have to remember Adam Silver appointed by the league owners, and his job is to increase revenue for the league and its owners. So let's look into how much money we're actually talking about here. The value of NBA teams has tripled over the past five years, much more than any other league like the NFL or NHL or anything like that. This is due to big market franchises like the Lakers and Knicks, superstar players like LeBron James and Kevin Durant, and their international presence, specifically the second largest basketball market in the world behind the US, China. With the emergence of Chinese basketball players like Jeremy Lin or Houston Rockets star Yao Ming, basketball has become one of the most popular sports in China. NBA China, which manages the league's operations there, is worth more than $4 billion. NBA players have signed deals worth tens of millions of dollars, like Clay Thompson and Dwayne Wade, who just signed $80 million deals with Chinese companies. Chinese companies have increased investments in players, and the league has increased their presence in China with more stores popping up and more games scheduled to be played there. So when China didn't televise those NBA games, we are talking about billions of dollars that the league could have lost. So supporting the social cause or losing millions to billions of dollars? 
that's what the NBA was facing. And it's pretty easy for the league to choose to support, you know, activism for the black community, social causes like this, because not only was it the right thing to do, it didn't threaten their pockets at all. Because after all, they are a business. Yeah, for me, this is just putting on the full display of the influence of sports. And, you know, with influence comes, you know, money, power. And it's where do you draw the line? You know, do they have a social responsibility? Because once you have that influence, you know, are you obligated, you know, to use it, to put it to good use or for your own gain or, you know, whatever it may be? Yeah, I think it's it's pretty clear why the NBA didn't come out and support this clause. And it, it seems like it's the money. You know, they would have lo- lost a lot of money to China if they did. But I don't know. I think it is their responsibility to come out against this cause because it was staring them directly in the face. It was, hey, one of your guys supported this cause. Are you going to back him or are you going to say, no, we're, we're okay, sort of tiptoe around it? Right. So it was, it's not necessarily that they're responsible for doing all that, but I think they were put in a situation where they could have made a stand, they could have done something, and I don't like that they chose not to. I, I just don't. You know, I'm an NBA fan myself, big fan of the league. I just don't necessarily love that they didn't support this cause when they so clearly could have. I agree, man. I think I think they do have a little bit of social responsibility because, you know, it's entertainment. They're making money and stuff, but that it's a, it's a ripple effect. You know, you're not only – people look up to the league. You know, they look at what their decisions are. They look at the players within it. And it, it has more than just a dollar sign impact or, you know, someone – and you might not see – you don't see the effects of it because we're living in the U.S. and so you know we're a little ignorant to it. But there's, you know, people suffered because of this. You know, there's consequences. Yep. No, and I think it's kind of interesting because it's sort of everyone with the platform that's kind of faced with this, with this thing. You know, actors, you know, big companies, the NBA, other sports leagues. But it's all like, is it their responsibility to stand up for this because they all have platforms? And well, sort of the reason why I chose to talk about this story is because this is where it was the clear decision was made by the NBA not to support this and I think it's it's big and it goes across all all things and it's kind of weird how the NBA is is the league that's had this put on them like we haven't seen this in the NFL we haven't seen this in the NHL the MLB things like that no one's been in the exact situation that they have you know there have been a lot of leagues who have been you know chose to support social causes chose to do things like that but no one's really been put in this situation where it's it's the money or it's the social cause. And you know, not even actors, not even people like that, they haven't really been in, put in this situation either. The NBA was kind of, at least the first one on my radar, the first one that sort of affected me where they didn't do something. And I was kind of kind of disappointed by that. I think a lot of people might look at it and be like, I don't think the NBA would have had that big of an effect if they actually did do something like against China, I guess. Uh, but then we can just look at like the Black Lives Matter movement when they decided to actually pick it up and how everyone came together and sports was like bigger than bigger than anything else. It brought everyone together and showed, I don't know, they don't, showed like what it could do. Showed, oh, that's what I was saying. So sports is a you know universal language in a way. You know, you don't need to you know be from the same same town, speak the same language, be the same race. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, sports you can just pick up a ball and play. I think that's why, you know, when these social things come up, uh, we... No, I know what you mean. I I think it's about the audience, really, that the NBA has. And, you know, if you're looking at who this issue affects, it's human rights affects all of us, really. But bringing in basketball to that, you're bringing in a new 
a new a new audience really to look at this issue because it's not just people in Hong Kong, it's not just people in China. Now it's basketball fans. So now we're all talking about this. Like I said, for a year, all we talked about was this issue with China, and you know, people were talking more about the NBA and stuff, but no one necessarily. Now we're kind of talking about the actual issues, the actual human rights issues, and I think it was a good thing that. You know, Daryl Morey was able to bring this up. The America was talking about human rights issues in China finally for once, and I think the NBA could have continued that. The NBA could have continued that conversation. We could have continued doing things and talking about human rights in China, but they didn't, and that's where I sort of have the problem. Right, I, I agree. I, I think obviously there's going to be other, uh, you know, sh- human rights situations or you know anything like that, but. <clears throat> Now, if you don't draw the line on the on the first time, uh, they're just going to keep coming, keep pushing the limits, and you, you got to stop it somewhere. I also think could China have gone without basketball if we if we stood strong? If Adam Silver came out, you know, against Hong Kong, China was losing money off this too. I mean, so I just want to think what happened if we did make the stand. I think it would have been a lot better for human rights for people in America, and I would it have been that bad for the NBA? We talk about you know, $4 billion, but I think maybe China would have broken in two and said, hey, we, we want basketball back here. We, you know, you guys said that stuff a while back. That's all right, but we want basketball back. We're ready. I think that would have been a much better ending to all this than than what happened. Right. I think the masses would have been mad. You know, people love basketball. People love sports and entertainment. You got to keep people fed. You got to keep them entertained. So uh, definitely would have seen some backlash. I think, th- people. I think yeah. there would have been a decent amount of backlash and, you know, it's all theoretical. We don't really know, but I, I agree. I, I would have liked the NBA to make a stand, and you know, even if it didn't work out exactly how they would have liked, something's better than nothing. Yeah, exactly. I think um, this would be interesting to note for for the future on how sports interacts with social movements like this. What happens? And I think it's pretty clear that uh, at least we think NBA should have done something. NBA could have done something. All right, well, I think we're out of time now. That was a great conversation, guys. I hope you all enjoyed. And remember, it's it's more more than than a game. game.